Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Spliff Podcast. I've been procrastinating, so let's just get to it. This is Sneak-A-Toke episode number one. It is going to be a shorter episode that I'm really kind of dedicating to my mommy friends out there who are taking a quick break, maybe doing laundry or sitting in the car, doing what they got to do for themselves and don't usually have time to listen to a full episode. I want to make sure that they get to experience something in its entirety for a change. They deserve it. All right, we're going to start with stoner moments for CBD, which I actually don't really have any. I didn't really address that CBD can be really great for those lady times, ladies, uh, for both cramps and inflammation, ovarian inflammation, uh, in my experience and cramps. I don't have a huge problem with that, but when I do get them, I find that it helps significantly. So do be aware of that as an option. Uh, But really, overall, I got some great feedback on the episode. And even when I listened back when I was editing, I was like, actually, did pretty good, Bo. You did pretty good. So just my anxiety getting in the way. Stupid anxiety. Well, it's going to be a shorter episode. It's still an important one. And it's something that a lot of people identify with, which is allergies. Now, a lot of people will say, oh, I'm allergic to, to marijuana. I'm allergic to weed. Uh, uh, I can't smoke it. It makes me, uh, you know, nauseous. It makes my my eyes water or it just uh, my throat swells up when I'm around the smoke. And an important thing to distinguish is that you are not allergic to cannabis specifically. It's never been proven that anyone has an allergy to cannabinoids or cannabis as a whole plant but you are probably deeply affected by the terpenes and terpenoids that are present, the fragrant aspects of the plant. And chances are you're also probably someone who's very sensitive to perfumes and cleaning agents, incense, aromatherapy products, uh, uh, all, all of those things that really get up in your nose. And Cannabis is no different. We we discovered that we've been making a more fragrant flower with breeding. And this is a really important aspect that I think isn't getting enough recognition is how these terpenes really are going to affect our body and what are the side effects of ingesting such high quantities of terpenes, which are the building blocks of essential oils. Essential oils are very powerful and aren't supposed to be played with. We know that, of course. And the the stronger and more fragrant we make these terpene and terpenoid groups in cannabis, we're really kind of playing with our body in certain ways that we don't fully understand. And I do think it is best to be cautious moving forward and that that is an area of research that needs to be addressed yesterday, not uh, several years from now once we finally understand cannabinoids or at least CBD or THC, which isn't likely to happen unless we start studying the terpenes. So we need to get studying the terpenes. Uh, But it it's more, much, much, much more likely that you are experiencing a histamine reaction to those fragrant aspects and not cannabis itself. Another thing that causes allergic reactions in cannabis users, moderate or regular, 
is the heat aspect. If you smoke cannabis, especially if you are, you know, one of those fire breathers and really like to to hold in your hit or take ginormous hits, you're putting a, a, a crap ton of heat against all of your sinus cavities into your lungs, against the soft palates and the vocal cords. And all of that is going to irritate that area, which is going to cause uh, excessive phlegm or mucus production. It can cause swollen sinus cavities. It can create watering of the eyes and all those things that you would associate with an allergy. And there are a couple of ways to go around that aspect. You can use edibles or uh, other options that don't require heat uh, by way of ingestion. Or you can use bongs that have ice holders, little notches that are meant to support ice cubes while you're smoking in order to cool off the hit as it enters your lung. You still have the irritants of smoke going into your lungs, but it can reduce a lot of the issues with heat. You also have the option to vaporize. Uh, and, and really, if you want a cooler hit, the best option is the volcano. Because you can use the bag, let it fill up, use a gentle grade heat, uh, especially if you have the digital one, you can really dial it in. And then you can let the bag cool without having to worry about a loss of cannabinoid potency. Uh, and so that's another option too. If you're just loading your volcano time after time and puffing and puffing away, you're still going to have that heat uh, issue. You know, my lips always go chapped when I'm hitting a volcano regularly. So that's one of the biggest things. I have to remember to drink the water and I'm always using chapstick because it's not the same kind of heat, but it's definitely still hot. All of those things cause allergic reactions, but that doesn't mean you're allergic to the cannabinoids, which are the medicine or a good portion of the medicine, I should clarify, in cannabis. And the properties that are actually unique to the cannabis plant, making you thereby actually allergic to cannabis and not by chance allergic to some other property that could be found in another plant. Uh, now, the really sad part is that you can develop these allergies anytime. Uh, even us recreational, well-seasoned tokers, <laughs> I made a pun, a lot of trimigrants have had this experience or people who have done a lot of slinging and had to do a lot of their own trimming. So if you are growing and handling a lot of cannabis, then try and use gloves, the black Gloves are the ones that you want to use. I don't remember specifically what the specs are on them, but the black gloves are going to leave uh, work better with the resinous materials on the cannabis plant. So, but some people would start to break out into hives after years of working with cannabis. And, and some people who uh, never had problems with smoking cannabis before would develop issues with cannabis. They would suddenly become so irritating uh, compared to the way it used to be that they were no longer comfortable with it. Other people are potentially allergic to the pollen, but that is also going to apply mostly to people who are growing it for themselves, if they have male plants, and people who are working in the industry, again, with the male plants. If you're going into a dispensary and getting medical grade cannabis, which are flowers or the buds, you're getting it from a pure female. You're not getting it from a uh, 
a plant that is pollinating. Every now and then a female will, will herm. And so there may be pollen production with that, but usually those plants aren't getting into the top shelves. They could absolutely be in the bottom shelf. You can usually tell when a plant has hermed. It has a different look to it. It doesn't look very good. It doesn't smell very good. Uh, you know, especially depending on how long they let it go. You can definitely have a plant herm on you, get some seeds, and it, everything will look kosher. Uh, so, but again, allergy to the pollen isn't the same as an allergy to actual cannabinoids and it can usually be remedied with some allergy medications uh you know oh i can't wait for cannabis honey oh my goodness that's gonna be amazing i love local honey but that brings us to another allergy issue, which is food intolerance. Again, going back to terpenes, the more terpenes that we might have in edibles could create issues digestively for people. I'm not entirely sure if that is an issue, but it could be part of an issue when people are having uh, stomach issues when they're trying to take uh, edibles. And another thing that is really becoming more aware and yet still isn't fully understood is allergy to hemp products. And there's one particular case that keeps coming up when I keep looking at this. And a lot of people just repeat it. And it took me a while to actually find the case study and or the medical study that was released about it. But there was a man who had a severe allergic reaction, an anaphylactic reaction, after consuming uh, a hemp seed encrusted fish. Now, he had been a heavy recreational marijuana user in the past beforehand, an occasional marijuana user in the recent past before the incident. And he continued to be a moderate cannabis user following the incident. He did not use hemp seed. And in skin test, it was shown that there was a reaction to hemp seed, not the fish itself. So they safely assumed it was the hemp seed that was the cause of it. But they weren't able to really prove it. He ate fish and he did so successfully, but neither one of them felt comfortable with him eating any hemp seed. So we're not really sure. We know that he was able to still use cannabis. He smoked marijuana afterwards. So you could have an allergic reaction to one and potentially not the other. And it is shown that in hemp product production, because they deal with the whole plant, there may have been pollen transference and, and other particles from the plant that may have actually produced the the problem so we can't really be sure but i'm really happy for him he was still able to smoke weed and one of the last things that i want to touch on that could be an issue for people again going back to not having a great quality of cannabis usually or medical grade cannabis trusted growers uh, but that is mold mold and mildew pm powdery mildew so uh if you have mold, it could release spores. Of course, any sensible, responsible grower, if they have a plant that is going to come up with PM, they will dispose of that plant and get the appropriate agents in order to prevent that spreading into other plants. Uh, but sometimes 
things happen and you might end up with a batch, especially if you aren't in a medical state and or with a trusted grower by your side, you might have a bag that has some mold spores in it. And that is obviously a really sensitive issue and a health concern that only things like regulation are going to fully address regulation with testing, mind you. Again, you go back to the point that a whole batch isn't represented by a small portion that is sampled for the test, but it's still a better shot than nothing. All right, so that ends this quick one. Uh, sneak a toke. I uh, have a super quick safety because, of course, I want to have a full episode for my mommies out there. And I wanted to talk back again on the Kush Color coloring book that I got at the uh, Secret Cup Expo. And that is by Sugar Apple Pie. You can find her on Instagram. And I've been having a lot of fun coloring it. It is a few drawings by her and some other artist friends. And then I upload the pictures to Instagram. And she loves them and uh, reposts them. And it's really fun to be able to touch out to the artists like that. So if that's an experience you want, I know that you can buy Kush Color uh online. I don't know the website. I will find it though. Again, I know I've posted it on the blog for the Secret Cup 2 if you just want to go there. And yeah, have fun coloring away. Coloring is definitely one of my favorite suggestions for dealing with cannabis-induced anxiety. So if you want a tip for that, get yourself a coloring book and some crayons or some art and dive in. Get out of your head and into your body, into your art, into your confident creative self that's the best way to deal with anxiety anytime and cannabis induced is no different i can't have a safety without a little a little smoky smoke we're gonna sneak a toke here and i have got some super dream that i'm still smoking in the flower form it's fantastic Don't forget, we still have a couple more weeks left for our glass giveaway. I'm going to be throwing in a bunch of hemp wick with it, of course. I realized I was like, hey, I told them I have all this hemp wick, and I told them they should be using the hemp wick. Obviously, I should be sending some of this fantastic amount of free hemp wick that I have along to whoever wins. Yay! And I still haven't gotten a dime bag, but I'm thinking about getting to it. I just gotta, just gotta do that. Anyways... Don't forget you can like and share on Facebook and Twitter, but you have to like from the original post that I did and share from the original post so that I can keep track of it. You can call me or email me if you want more anonymity. And you can also review on iTunes, either with the stars and a written review or just the stars if you want to do that and then email me and get two entries in there. And or you can also go to the blog posting and leave a comment there for your entry into it. All right. That number, if you want to call, is 209-86-SPLIFF. And you can find me on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram at Spliff Podcast or at The Spliff Podcast. My Gmail is thespliffpodcast at gmail.com and the website, thespliffpodcast.com slash podcast. Thank you to Kevin McLeod for this amazing track, Slow Burn. Next time, I'm not sure what we'll talk about, but I think I'm going to have a couple sneak a episodes 
before I delve into some bigger stuff like the endocannabinoid system and an early prohibition history episode. Uh, uh, and those are some pretty serious outlines, though. And, and I got a couple small things that I want to talk about that cover a lot of foundations for people who don't have a lot of experience. And I get shorter episodes for my mommies. All right, everybody. Can't wait to talk to you then. Ciao for now. <laughs>